Thank you. If you are uh, following us, um, no, it's not quite dead to us if you're not following us, but why aren't you? Very easy. We're on the Twitter machine. I'm looking at it right now. The uh, the top photo is the planet's greatest human being, my son, Quentin Robert Hartman, at an undisclosed location on the beach, St. Croix River. The next one is me walking away at the greatest golf experience in Minnesota. Number one place, I if I could play anywhere in Minnesota, I'd pick Northland every single time. I am walking down the towards the 15th fairway. Hopefully the ball is in the fairway. Maybe not. But it's uh, it's an amazing uh, spot on that golf course with Lake Superior in the background. And just the, if you haven't played Northland and you love golf, you have to play. Figure it out. Somehow do it. So at Chad Hartman Show, I think Dave is at at Real Donald Trump. Is that uh, who you are? Yes. Yep, absolutely. That would be great if you were. At Dave underscore Harrigan. I want to jump into this uh, story that we all know about, but over the last 24 hours, we're learning more details about this six-year-old who shot a teacher and how they had warning sign after warning sign. Okay? It's, uh, It's inexplicable, it's inexcusable, and it's criminal. But we're, we've added a guest, and we, uh, we've been meaning to talk about this for a little bit of time, but we just haven't found the right guest. It seems like it's inevitable now that TikTok is going to be banned in this country. And you have Democrats, you have Republicans, you have universities, you have states, you have pressure on the president. Um. I've said for a long time, Dave, I want to get on the TikTok. I have numerous adult friends who are on TikTok, and they absolutely love it. I I see it on a regular basis from my boy Mikey. And he shows me fun stuff all the time. But then there's the belief of what the Chinese government is doing and what we're allowing them to do. So you've landed us a guest. Is it Joe Biden to talk about this? Is it Donald Trump? Um, who do we have? Sleepy Joe himself. Yes. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. <laughs> no, we uh, we have an excellent writer from the New York Times, uh, Sapna Maheshwari. It's a long name, but okay. that's how you say it. Um, she's great. And uh, she's a business reporter for them and specifically covers TikTok. And just Beautiful. looking at her bio, there's TikTok, 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 TikTok story. So she's been on top of this thing uh, for, for weeks and months. Very knowledgeable. She'll be fantastic at 208. Great. So she's then, uh, Jason is at the bottom of the hour, and Jim Pete is at um, 2.35. And uh, Jason, courtside, will follow at uh, 3.05. No Wolves, nice win last night over New Orleans. Back in action this weekend. Okay. I I mean, uh, indefensible. So, there were staff warnings. 
at a Virginia elementary school. You know, times the staff warned administrators at this school before the six-year-old boy shot the teacher three times. Was threatening other students in the hours before he shot the teacher. But the teacher's lawyer is saying the administration was paralyzed by apathy and didn't call the police. She is an attorney for Abigail Zwerner. This is a press conference yesterday. On that day, over the course of a few hours, three different times, school administration was warned by concerned teachers and employees that a boy had a gun on him at school and was threatening people. Zwerner, the teacher who was shot by this six-year-old, went to an administrator around 11.15 on the day of the shooting and said the boy had threatened to beat up another child. No action taken. Hour later, another teacher goes to the administrator and said she'd take it upon herself to search the boy's book bag, but warned that she thought the boy had put the gun inside his pocket before going outside for recess. The administrator downplayed the report from the teacher and the possibility of guns saying, and I quote, well, he has little pockets. How would you like that, Dave? You are working at this school, and you are alert, you are terrified, you are frightened, you are doing your job, and you check the backpack, but you also believe the kid probably took the gun. I mean, it's a six-year-old. And so the administrator says to you, Dave, well, the kid has little pockets. Case closed, right? That's them. them. Yep. Move on. Yeah, move on. Shortly after 1 p.m., another teacher tells an administrator that a different student now, I repeat, a different student who was crying and fearful, said the boy showed him the gun during recess and threatened to shoot him if he told anyone. I repeat, no action was taken. Again, this is from the attorney, her perspective. When another employer who heard the boy might have gone ask the administrator to search the boy, he was turned down. He was told to wait the situation out because the school day was almost over. And an hour later, Abby Zwerner was shot. Late yesterday, after closed-door meeting, the school board announced the departure of the superintendent, who has been sharply criticized after the incident. Again, the school deserves their side to make that clear, to respond. Obviously, it's possible, Dave, 100% of the story is correct. What if half of the story is correct? What if 25% of this story is correct? How knowing the amount of violence 
we have in this country from everywhere, even young kids, as startling, as impossible, as improbable, as unlikely as it seems, it happens. And we are so aware of school shootings and administrator after administrator were almost done little pockets didn't see anything won't check how could someone with reasonable intelligence and carrying just a modicum at their job make any of these decisions i want people to chime in i want dave you to chime in because outrageous is not strong enough a dereliction of decency an abdication of your responsibility how in the hell can this happen 651-461-9226 let's go text or call 651-461-9226 do we have to keep playing gloria stefan the entire show What's wrong with Gloria Stefan? Doesn't do a lot for me, i got to be honest. Well, there's a lot of things that don't do a lot for you. You could have an open mind. Maybe some people are enjoying this. Well, you're not one of them. You said it was the worst thing you've ever watched. The halftime show? That's because she only showed up for two minutes of the 12 or 13. We had a Maybe full she's 13. lazy. Oh, wow. Okay, now you're making a bold statement right there. I said maybe. I didn't say she is. I think you. Uh, I think you said maybe to do a little CYA. I think you're calling out Gloria right now in front of the whole world. Come on, well, what do you have to say? I mean, she she's had a great career. She may she may be flourishing right now. I don't know. I don't really care to listen to her. You know what I think it is? I don't think she's given enough profile to the sound machine. I'll give you an option. I can yep. stick with. A, A, option A is sticking with Gloria for the rest of the show as we pay tribute to the worst halftime show of all time, Super Bowl 26 I don't of the think Metronome. you are paying tribute or, to an atrocity as you described it. Option B, you know what? Yeah. We have to remember our atrocities. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to wash away history. You know, I'm not burning books here, Chad. All right, I'm, you're no, you're no Ron DeSantis. Exactly, exactly it? right. You know what? We have to teach about every moment of history, good, bad, yeah. indifferent. Uh, option B, if you don't want Gloria, um, we'll go with the best of sticks and journey. God, keep playing. Add a rush to it. I mean, <laughs> among the among the massively overrated groups from the '70s and '80s of my youth. Ugh, yuck. Rush, sticks, journey. I didn't know you disliked Rush so much. Now I know what to play for tomorrow. Dead to me. All three of them. All three of them. Okay. Back to this terrifying story. Six-year-old shooting the teacher. One opportunity. Second opportunity. Third opportunity. Fourth opportunity. And these buffoons, these incompetent administrators, let this happen. They let this happen 
by not giving a damn and showing just a little bit of execution with their job. So instead, Abigail Zwerner was shot by a six-year-old who has, if you've read about the kid, some significant issues have happened in this kid's life, which already raised the radar some. What do you want to say about this one? Ooh, there's a lot to say. Um, if yep. even a fraction of the story is true from what she's said about all the warnings right. and all the notes to administrators and, I mean, just shut it down. <laughs> just, just just shut it down if if that's the case. Um, there's, there's one job above all for anyone that's employed at a school, whether that's a teacher or an administrator, it's keep the kids safe. That's 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 the number one job, and it's a <laughs> egregious failure in this case. As a, a teacher, obviously wasn't kept safe by her employers, but uh, I think it. A lot of it. I, I, I took a call during the break here from a uh, local teacher here who didn't want to go on the air. Okay, but a lot of what she was saying was going back to our conversation earlier this week, just about discipline in schools, and yep. how people. Uh, how there's a push for you know a push among parents and other people to say, hey, let's pick it up here, schools. And her comments were really disturbing, talking about threats she's received from students who say they you know, they just want to punch her in the face when they're upset about a grade or some sort of discipline that she's handing out. And she spoke about administrators that she's worked with who are either overwhelmed, swamped with all other responsibilities, or frankly are just afraid to step in because they don't want whatever repercussions could be coming their way from yep. discipline. So instead they let this thing, you know, let these things happen. And, you know, it's time. It seems to me the administrators at Newport news were just, you know, we need to get past the idea that it can't happen at our school, that these things happen elsewhere because they happen everywhere. It's, it's plain to see over the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years. It doesn't matter the neighborhood. doesn't matter the school. All right, It's time to stop believing that this is somebody else's problem. So many good points. I mean, you just you nailed it about everywhere. Everywhere. And honestly, how often are administrators warned about what continues to happen with violence, with weaponry at schools that even before Columbine, but certainly since Columbine, this belief, well, this is, this is sacred land. This will never happen here. That's over. That is ended. But, yeah, if, if people missed it, it was on Tuesday, um, multiple segments where we talked about, I think it was, uh, we started about one thirty-five. we even kept it going into the first segment, 2 o'clock, um, lengthy amount of time in the, the first segment in the 2 o'clock hour. So another reason why you should podcast the show, you can listen to it that way. We give you options with segments and half hours and hours. This is a case where you can listen to... The half hour of one thirty-five, and in, in, in the first half hour of the 2, two o'clock hour, talk about this. Because you're right. 
There is a reluctance. There is an uncertainty about what am I getting myself into? If I get involved in this, am, am I targeting the kid? Am I going to uh, get in trouble from the parents in this? I'm sorry. If you're so timid and you're so afraid of litigation when employee after employee is telling you about concerns about a gun and one kid has said, I saw the gun. And he threatened me. And we can't check the kid thoroughly? You're gone. You're absolutely gone. Now, one t- a texter is saying that, yeah, they fired the superintendent, but still allowed two years and 250000 in severance. You know, that's that's a union, I guess. I, I get where unions are going to defend their employees. And for some unions, they literally have no choice. I also would think, Dave, there's just something about you are so incompetent at what you are doing that severance is out. It's a little bit like the the Dave Hutchinson story, you know, where, and if you believe a lot of it is tied to addiction and issues, but Dave Hutchinson going back to Metro Transit, because that's how the policy is, he left his previous uh, job, in an egregious way, putting others in harm's way when he was well, well over the limit. Reports of bullying, of race, of homophobia, and you just get your job back. In this case, sometimes, you know, even with the union, that automatically a severance just shouldn't be in the mix. It just should not. Our friend Jason DeRussia from Drive Time with DeRussia. Jason makes his regular appearance with us after traffic and weather on CCO.